Thanks so much for listening. Before I get into the episode, I wanted to thank today's podcast sponsor, which is Coda Luna and their baby keepsake castle. I personally just put all of my baby's memorabilia into these little keepsake castle boxes and they are so adorable functional. And if you really love organization, then you're really going to love this keepsake box. So not only is it a keepsake box, but it also includes a baby book and it has space for capturing all of the milestones of your baby's early years. And then the keepsake box itself stores all of the memorabilia that you want to keep. So baby's first socks and pacifier and the little hat that they wore when they came home from the hospital. So this keepsake castle with the baby memory book is more than just an organizational product. It's a gateway to preserving the remarkable journey of new parenthood. So take a moment to visit keepsakecastle.com today and embark on creating a lasting legacy of love and nostalgia. Thank you for listening to today's episode where we'll be talking about prenatal yoga. Taking a prenatal yoga class can be so beneficial for you if you're pregnant. It's a great form of exercise for both your body and mind. It encourages you to practice mindfulness on the mat and then you can use what you learn on the mat during labor, birth, and postpartum. Our guest today is Kate Barron. She started the Nimble Yogini, where she teaches virtual prenatal yoga classes. In the episode today, Kate talks about her background and how she came to be certified as a yoga instructor and then a prenatal yoga instructor. Kate enjoys fostering connections between students and encouraging confidence and resiliency through practice. Kate and I have also partnered with each other's businesses to offer a prenatal yoga and childbirth education class package. If you're interested in learning more about our offering, check out the link in the show notes for this episode or go to findingyourvillage.com to learn more. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Kate, how are you? I'm good, Amanda. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to have you on. Thanks for your time. Me too. This is my first podcast, so I excited and a little nervous to be here, but. Well, thank you. This is such a privilege. So today we're going to be talking about prenatal yoga, which I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of. And, um, and you know, full disclosure with everyone, um, Kate and I have a package deal that we offer to our clients. And so I am such a fan of prenatal yoga and of Kate's that um, we have come together to offer our services to each other's clients because I think that prenatal yoga can be such a great part of your practice in getting ready for birth in addition to all of the wonderful exercise and health-related benefits that you're going to talk about today. Yep, absolutely. So to kick us off before we talk about prenatal yoga, will you give us a little bit of background about you? Um, Sure. So I um, have always had movement in my life. I used to dance very seriously in high school. Um, And then, you know, I kind of decided the professional dancer life was definitely not for me. Spent some time in the corporate world, found a yoga studio that I loved. And that's where I did my initial training and um, my prenatal training, which I took without really any intention of specializing in prenatal yoga. But I loved it so much and I found it was a really good vibe with, you know, my energy and how I like to teach and communicate with people. 
Um, and when I moved to Charlotte right afterwards, I ended up specializing it and really kind of making that my focus. So I've been teaching prenatal yoga since 2017. And then this summer, I also got my prenatal core exercise certification and also postnatal, which is a lot more into the nitty gritty details about how to support someone during pregnancy and after pregnancy to make sure that they're moving safely in such a way that they can get back to their daily life without causing injury or setbacks for whatever it is they want to do in their life. That's one of my favorite things about your practice specifically and what you're offering because you are informed about yoga, you're informed about prenatal and postnatal yoga, and you also are informed about what a postpartum body has just gone through and the delicate needs, um, especially around the core and mm -hmm. that most birthing people have a diastasis recti to some extent. And so to me, you know, we've talked about it. I'm so such a proponent of erring on the careful side. Yes. Yeah. And that can be like, I think that's one of the big things that yoga in the non-physical aspect can help with because it's a big emotional transition to acknowledge the real physical toll that your body goes through during pregnancy and taking care of a newborn. And, you know, especially if you're someone who's used to being physically active, um, it can be really challenging because you want to get back into it and you want to feel like yourself and all of this other kind of stuff. And, you know, you can get there. It may be harder than you want. It might be more frustrating and that's okay. You know, if you can do it safely, go a little bit more slowly to begin with, work with somebody you trust and who's knowledgeable, you're going to get there faster and you're going to feel better faster. I completely agree with that. So what are the benefits of prenatal yoga? Gosh, there's lots. Um, so I guess yoga in general specifically is uniquely structured um, to encourage individuals to self-assess and question and really be honest with themselves about what is um, supportive for them um, physically and emotionally, and also their communities as well. There's lots of community aspects. Um, and that just is really emphasized during pregnancy, especially because all of a sudden, however you may feel about it, everything you do impacts the baby or the pregnancy. And so we have the emotional aspect, managing stress, learning how to sit with whatever feelings that might arise surrounding the pregnancy. And there can be so many of them and they can be so conflicting. Um, and then also the physical aspects of pregnancy. Um, a good prenatal yoga instructor will have a solid understanding of um, what's going on in the body during pregnancy. So they're not gonna push you to, you know, go harder, harder, harder when it might cause injury. Um, that's kind of one of the, you know, for a normal risk pregnancy, that's like the biggest thing that you're watching out for is soft tissue damage, pulling ligaments and tendons and that kind of stuff. So yoga really helps you to be honest with yourself about where you can go physically and um, create shapes and movement that are supportive and keep you strong um, throughout the duration of your pregnancy and help prepare you 
for birth and the postpartum period. And can you differentiate between prenatal yoga and like a standard yoga class that most people would take? I mean, there's so many different kinds of yoga. You know, there's hot (laughs) yoga, there's power yoga, there's yin yoga. Um, And, you know, to be totally frank, some pregnant people's practice may look nearly identical throughout their pregnancy. I think that's probably on the unusual end of the spectrum. For me, what I'm thinking about um, when I'm teaching a prenatal specific class is um, focusing on breath and keeping the rib cage mobile, um, focusing on engaging the core safely, and a lot of strength and stability. Um, I think that there can be kind of this idea that we need to spend the whole pregnancy opening the pelvis. And um, that can really, really lead to a lot of injury and discomfort. Like you need to be strong to go about your life and support this extra growing baby um, throughout the pregnancy. And that baby is going to come out one way or the other. Um, and so, you know, on an individual level, like that's kind of why I like to work in small groups. That's going to look different. I've got clients who we do spend a little bit more time kind of on the stretchy side and a little bit more time lengthening. Um, I've got other clients where we're focused really, um, we're really focused on stability because they've got, um, pubic symphysis dysfunction. Um, and so, a prenatal class, a true prenatal class should be able to address some of those basic things um, that come up with a lot of pregnancies. Thank you for that. And are there any key differences as far as some of the more um, common poses? Like for instance, like when you um, come out of down dog in a sun salutation mm-hmm. and you do like chaturanga is that do you do you modify for that especially if someone has a big you know third trimester belly yeah i mean if if the belly's getting in the way then you know maybe you don't do chaturanga you do cat cow or you add um a bolster or something like that i have seen super pregnant people they can like somehow do it and not apply pressure to the belly Um, you know, and I think, you know, that's the kind of thing that's so individual. If you have a strong chaturanga practice and you've got strong shoulders, um, you don't necessarily need to modify that unless it's feeling bad for you. If that's not a normal part of your practice, pregnancy is probably not the time to start doing it. Um, we can do other things like that. We can modify plank. We can do it against the wall. We can add props. Um, you know, we can do a modified camel pose, um, but there's so many different ways that we can change things to make sure that the pregnant body has space and that we're not applying too much pressure to the joints or like over stretching or torquing things. Yeah, that makes sense. Your practice is completely virtual. There are a lot of benefits to doing virtual classes, especially right now in the time of the pandemic. What are some other benefits to doing virtual prenatal classes? Yeah, I mean, the biggest one for me is like commute time and you're not having to haul a bunch of stuff with you. So, you know, you can just set up in your living room and you're there. You can use whatever props you have. If you have the whole yoga set up, great. 
um, but you can use books, you can use pillows, you can use your ottoman or your couch. Like there are a million other props that you can use and you don't have to, you know, get there a few minutes early and, you know, clean everything up at the end and haul your yoga mat and all your stuff with you. Um, it's just there. You can set up, put your stuff away and go have dinner with your family afterwards without, you know, dealing with traffic or anything like that. How does your schedule work? Um, how does your overall offering work and your schedule work? Sure. So I've got um, three regular yoga classes a week. Uh, Monday, right now it's Monday at 6.30 p.m., Thursday at 11.30 a.m. That's like an express 45-minute class. And then Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, and anybody can come to those. That can You can come as a drop-in class. And then if you're a member, you get unlimited number of classes. And then in addition, I also have monthly prenatal meditation classes and um, partner prenatal classes as well. And those I just kind of slot in depending on what's going on that month because, you know, people are on vacation and there's holidays and stuff. So I don't have really a set schedule for the monthly classes two follow-up questions on that. One is part of the membership is people can watch videos after the fact. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes. You get, um, yeah. you also have access to three months of class recordings as well. So if you can't make it, um, you are able to go back and watch everything on the website. Um, you can have access to all of them. It's just a matter of keeping things clutter-free. So if some class rolls off that you really like, I can get you access to that class. I would love that personally, um, especially if you wanted to do it like every day and get most bang for your buck, you know, mm -hmm. go to the live exactly. class between, yeah, watch the recordings. My second follow-up question is, can you please talk about the partner class that you offer? Yeah. Um, so partner, <laughs> we do, it's, you know, a lot of it is connecting with your partner. Um, you use each other for support. So even the non-pregnant person, gets um, some extra stretch and goodie from the pregnant person. Um, since it is prenatal, it is in general geared towards supporting the pregnant person. So we do a warm up together, usually um, connected most of the time, kind of back to back and really feeling each other's breath and each other's presence and each other's support. Um, and then we kind of shift more towards um, just some basic comfort measures for the pregnant person's massage, some hip squeezes, some assists for stretching, um, that kind of thing. And then, you know, Shavasana, you can either do that connected or individually, whatever makes sense for you guys at that particular moment in time. Wow. I love that. Like, I mean, as a childbirth educator that is always talking to to partnerships about, you know, ways that they can connect and connect with each other and connect with baby. I am all about that. And I imagine that that would be even more beneficial as a virtual offering, because then you're yeah. not dealing with two different people's schedules. And I could imagine that a couple might feel more comfortable being in those yes. positions in the comfort of their own home. Yes. Sometimes, especially for the non-pregnant partner, can feel a little awkward to kind of enter that space and you know just depending yeah. on the kind of teacher that you get um 
you know, they might ask you to be a little bit more vulnerable or this, that, and the other thing. I don't do a huge amount of chit chat and ask, you know, people to have intimate conversations in front of me. Um, you know, we do a check-in, <laughs> we get in some connected movement um, together over Zoom and, you know, move on. I'm sure that a lot of um, couples can appreciate that. So uh, I am very biased because I really love you as a person and your practice. And I think you're a fantastic prenatal yoga teacher. You're welcome. Um, And so I recommend all listeners go check out Kate's offering, which everything is linked in the show notes to this episode. But to be a little, you know, more fair, some we have some folks that listen internationally. And so mm-hmm. they might be asleep in the middle of the night when you're offering your classes. But if they were a member, they could still watch the videos yep. later. Watch so the won't later. rule it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. won't rule it out. But just to be fair, um, if someone is thinking about checking out um, an in-person prenatal yoga class, if that is offered in their area, what would your recommendation be for someone to look for in a prenatal yoga class and an instructor? Um, so one of the like kind of most super, superficial things you can look for is someone designated as an RPYT through the Yoga Alliance. Um, an RPYT is they have to go through an 85-hour certification program and they have to have taught 30 hours of prenatal yoga to have that designation. That being said, that is not the end all be all. Um, I would call and ask either to talk to the prenatal instructor or, um, you know, find out kind of how they do things. I'm a big fan, especially in prenatal, of not having pre-planned classes because you just don't know how people are going to show up. And for me, as an instructor, that and I, you know, I have seen this happen and it's, I've been in some uncomfortable situations as an instructor. Um, you know, there are education programs and studios out there who very, very strongly adhere to set sequences and they like send you off with set sequences without a lot of education on how to modify or check in or address the various things that are coming up in class. So, I mean, the biggest thing for me is that your teacher should be able to change things up a little bit um, based on who's in class and also be okay with saying, gosh, that's not something I've experienced. And I, you know, talk to your doctor about that or I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that is huge. Um, I mean, for prenatal yoga instructors and pretty much anybody, it's a great right. boundary to know where where your knowledge base stops and have the the courage to say, you know what, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. So if a listener is thinking, well, I want to sign up for Kate's prenatal yoga class, where can they do that and where can they find you? They can find me at um, thenimbleyogini.com. Wonderful. And you're on same, Instagram. I'm on Instagram. So same same handle, the Nimble Yogini. Wonderful. 
Well, thank you so much for sharing your time and expertise, and thank you for the work that you do. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. If you liked the episode and would like to hear more, please follow Finding Your Village wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, I have a brand new website that not only includes past podcast episodes, but also features the Birthing from Within birth preparation classes that I'm now teaching online. Please check out the site at www.findingyourvillage.com and feel free to connect with me via Instagram at Finding Your Village. Thank you so much and stay safe, healthy, and connected. Mm-hmm.